Blog Talk Radio. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. Filled with catastrophe. But she knows she can fly away. Triumphant Tuesday to all my callers, to all my listeners out there. This is your girl, Chastity A. Wells, here live and direct on this Tuesday. Super excited. Um, You know, this song just absolutely fires me up. It doesn't matter how I may feel prior to us going live or whatever I may have going on in my little head, um, even with my little sinus infection or whatever. It's like soon as that song come on, I'm like super fired up. I mean, I was fired up to be able to share anyway, but that song, oh my gosh! And and I'm so glad y'all can't hear me because I think I was doing good trying to sing along, but um, it still was not worthy of going on the air. So, <laughs> so anyway, this is your girl Chastity A. Wells. We are live on Money Matters here on this Tuesday on the Family Healing Circle. And um, we are ending the month of February talking about the, um, we're going to end it talking about credit. It's the credit summary for all the lovers out there. And I put it like that, guys, because the month of February is traditionally looked at as the lover's month because of Valentine's Day and, you know, how everybody be feeling during that time. And I just wanted to really honor the month of February talking about, our credit, and the things that really do matter. If it's your first time on the show, welcome. Um, Again, my name is Chastity Wells. I'll give you a quick synopsis of who I am because at this point we've been doing this for some time. You can always Google me, um, look me up out there, whatever the case may be. But I'm actually a licensed insurance agent. I've actually been dealing um, in the finance department for a little over five years now um, as a professional. 
Um, actually, I've been dealing with finances as long as I've been on my own, and um, I left my mom's house and went to United States military at the age of 18. So I've kind of been dealing with money on my own for, I'm not going to age myself and say how long, if it's been a decade or two decades. I'm not even going to go there, but you put all that together. <laughs> so, um, But as a professional, being able to advise others and assist others a little over five years now. Um, so actually, um, I'm born and raised from Cleveland, Ohio, actually Shaker Heights to be specific. Um, that's where I was raised at my entire life from uh, K through 12. Um, so that's really my hometown, what I know, and the rest of it. But um, though I come from um, a decent, you know, home, I still come from a blue-collar background. Um, not embarrassed to say that or anything else like that. My mom valued education, which is why we lived in um, Shaker Heights, and, because she really, really did value education and putting us in a situation where we could actually thrive and do better than you know, what she was able to do. And I think that's really what parenting is all about anyway. Um, I believe my grandparents are like the pillars of life. However, my mom just took it a little step further. So that's um, just a little bit there. I'm actually a mom of one, all that good stuff. But you can look at all that good stuff about me on Facebook, social media, any of them, Chas VA Wells. Um, but I've been in um, insurance and financial profession, like I said, a little over five years, kind of just moved into this industry. I thought I was going to move from corporate to become like this big, huge real estate tycoon or, um, you know, this huge mogul that I saw on television. But that's not how the world, you know, that's not what really led me. That's not how I ended up being moved. I was ended up being moved into, obviously, the insurance piece. Um, it's not a real sexy topic. So I try to be wise with how I market, how I do different things, because no one really wants to talk about insurance. But what I've able to be able to see over the last few years is is really a topic that really must be talked about, especially in um, my community, um, especially um, also in the socioeconomic status of people of blue collar to middle class. So that has become a passion for me to be able to uh, assist others with understanding money, understanding our relationship to money and our relationships to ourselves. And truly, you're able to see your self-esteem based on um, yourself, you, you know, your network um, or your net worth, excuse me. So you're able to see those different types of things. I know that's a bold statement, but we're going to get into that a little bit further down. Um, so the month of February, I devoted this month to credit and talking about credit, and I was able to bring on a plethora of great friends of mine, people that I know have been in a business for years, who are industry leaders, who, um, you know, they have more than a decade of experience um, to be able to speak to others, help others. Um, I don't mind sharing my platform with anyone else that's, like, new to the game or anything else like that, but you really must come with a strong referral base of people who say, listen, Tony is the truth or this person is the truth. Um, because I really value my relationship with each person who trusts their lives with me to handle their um, fiduciary responsibilities, which just mean money responsibilities, um, and all those different things. So I'm very conscious of those type of things, and I take my platform very serious, guys. So I was able to bring some people that I know personally have helped other people nationally, um, and I knew they could do the same thing. 
So we're just going to kind of recap some of the information that I was able to gather over the month interviewing them. Um, And a lot of people have actually reached out. So I'm super excited about that. I'm super fired up about that because really that's what everything is about. I already know these cool people. I have been blessed to be mentored by some great industry leaders um, who I've been able to know since I was in Cleveland, then I moved to Columbus, all the way to Georgia. Um, So I've really watched my life progressively grow as I've implemented these things. And this is why I really love this platform, because I'm able to share this information. I'm not just talking the talk. I'm actually living it out. And with social media, unfortunately, unfortunately, I have to live it out and my truth in front of everyone. So (laughs) good, bad, and different. But I don't really believe in bad. I just believe in it's just a better experience, and it makes us better. You understand? So that's the whole point of what I do, um, mentoring people in their relationship to money, speaking to people about our relationship to money, um, how we're looking at these things, how we're preparing to leave a legacy for our children, because I believe that's something we all want to do as parents, even if you don't have children, you still don't want to leave your parents or your brothers and sisters with um, your crap. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been out here, you was able to buy all the J's and the red bottoms you wanted, and you leave them with your crap and your debt. So this show is about empowerment and just learning it in a really comfortable circle and moving forward. So Today, I'm really just going to recap all that we talked about last month, and I'm going to just kind of wrap it on up because I know people's lives have been changed, and I just want to put certain information back out there in ethers, and we're going to prepare for March, and we're going to kind of move forward from there. So it's definitely all good, okay? So for the month of February, we did talk about credit. Um, One of the things that we actually talked about is, you know, what is credit? Um, We talked about the three different... um, We talked about credit, what is credit, um, what some of the things that drive credit and all those different things. So I want to kind of just talk into it, and I don't want to be too wordy or too meaty. Um, Again, this isn't my actual uh, forte all the time because I really – I'm the insurance girl, for real, for real. Um, But I do – you know, I have been involved with helping others, and I've needed help with my credit, and so I understand all of that, and I've been in this platform and in this space, so I'm I'm just regurgitating it, and I'll still, you know, speak to it intelligently, um, but I do want to be able to leave um, the contact information for the young ladies that was able to help us, because um, we really want to make sure that you are going back to the people that really can help you and that I personally already know will help you. I'm still establishing more relationships with more people out there um, so I can bring them to this platform to be able to help more people. But, again, um, I really do value my reputation and my name. So I'm very, very, very mindful of um, how I use my platform. So. Again, and I'm just saying that again and again because people hit me up and da 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 and I'm just, you know, I'm just keeping it real and transparent, guys, okay? All right, so anyway, what is credit? Um, credit is pretty much your three-digit score that everyone is looking at, um, lenders are looking at. That's the banks, the credit unions, um, even the people who you're trying to do your buy here, pay here. Everybody's looking at it, even down to the gas company, light company, phone bill, and guess who else? The insurance company, Yes. 
everyone looks at this three-digit number, so you need to know what that three-digit number is. It's your credit score. It can be anywhere from 350 all the way up to it's 815 now, 830 now. Um, so you really need to know what that number is because if you don't, you may blurt out, oh, I got a 430, I'm good. Like, yeah, maybe $430 in your pocket is good for you, but a 430 credit score is like not good, guys. Yes, I blew in the phone. <laughs> I blew in the mic. So, but yeah, that's not good, guys. Um because the thing is when you have a low credit score, you're go if you even get approved, like 100% of the time, maybe 99% of the time you're not going to get approved. But for the slim chance of the people that are approved even like at buy here pay here, you're going to pay an exuberant amount, which just means a big amount of money um to get approved, right? So, like, if you have an 815 credit score, you can go to the Mercedes dealership and you can get a brand-new Mercedes, a 2016, for pretty much zero interest or even, like, at one or two, whatever the new market value is. Um, so when they're telling you to drive and sign, sign and drive, those commercials, that's for the people that's in the 700-plus club, the people with excellent credit. That's not for the people who have the 650s. Okay, I'm not saying you can't get the car at 650. You can get the car at 650, but you're gonna. It's not gonna be a sign and drive. It's gonna be like a sign, pay this fifteen, uh, five thousand dollars. Then you can drive. You see the difference? So the person who actually has the 830 credit score, they don't actually have to put any money down. So it's really important that you understand those driving markers. What drives that number? What doesn't drive that number? And then, um. There's been misconceptions of people saying, well, it's not even that I have bad credit. I just ain't got no credit at all, Chastity, so I'm cool. I ain't that bad. You know what I'm saying? Right? Look, I just told you the credit score numbers, where they start and where they end. So if you ain't got no credit, you're a zero. So if I told you that in order to have an A, you must be at least at a 750 because really, 830 is what people are looking for, the 800 club, 700 and above. And you're talking about you got zero. Do that sound like you ain't got a problem? Yeah, you got a problem. Absolutely. It just may be a little bit different than the other person who didn't pay their bills. But bad credit is bad credit. Don't nobody care. You understand? So that's why we really talked about it. And I'm not trying to be in your face and mean or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about it, guys, because I love you. I love myself. And that's how I'm able to love you. Uh, because I know what it feels like not to be able to get something. I've been in buy here, pay, 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 buy here, pay here's, um, broke, busted, and disgusted. I've been through all of it. I know what it feels like. So I'm not saying it. I'm not speaking to anyone from a place of, like, I got it together or I'm this or I'm that. I just know that it takes being coachable to really be able to make it to your life goals. Okay. So what are some of the things that actually make up our FICO score? There are different components that make up our FICO credit score. And the FICO score is a fair Isaac credit um, corporation. And so that's just the name of how everything is coming together. Um, And that's the score that everyone actually looks at. So you want to write this down again, same way as we did it before, Um, 35% of your credit because you got 100% of a pie. Remember we did pies in school? I think that's the only time pies really matter other than eating a sweet potato or bean pie. Okay, I didn't mean to bring that up. No, I'm just like, (laughs) 
<laughs> Y'all know I'm crazy. If you know, if you know me personally, you know I like to make up corny jokes at the last minute, right? So I love laughing, right? All right. So 35% of the pie is um, your total credit of your total credit score is your payment history. Okay. So the person who that was me. The person who is like paying their credit cards late, um, you know, not working, you know, whatever the case may be, not not working, but not paying your credit cards on time. If they're doing the fifteenth, and you know, I'm like, well, hey, this this was me, my nineteen year old self. I was like, well, if they ain't calling me and checking me about it, then hey, I'm good, right? And I would pay it the next month. I would be skipping months. Well, that's hurting my credit score. Every time I was late paying a payment, not making a payment, those type of things, that's 35% of your score. So you figure from 100% down to 35, you're already, like, not doing real well because that's a big chunk right there, your payment history. Then you also have another 30% of your um, credit is based on your credit utilization, okay, which just means the percent of the available credit that's borrowed. So just like Ms. Katina talked about last week, <clears throat> she was just saying, like, if you actually have a credit card, and she refers this to people, but, like, if you have $1,000, you know, use use it up, you know, don't use it all the way up, but, um, like, charge, I think she's using an example, somebody using $350 um, on it, and then making sure that they make payments on it. You don't want to get a $1,000 credit card or you have a line of credit and we're just using $1,000, but if yours is 300 you know, the same rule applies. You don't want to use $800 or $900 um, even though you're making payments on it. You have very little left on that card. So if you have an emergency, you already look like you're not going to be able to pay them back. It shows high risk. So definitely keep those credits low. Keep that credit utilization low, okay? So if you got a $1,000 card, bring it back down to right around $200. You want to always keep it, the ratio, right around 20, 10 to 20%. So even if you have a $300 card or a $500 card, we want to say 20% of that. Let me get a calculator because um, I don't want nobody to be like, Chassie, I mean, I heard you, I heard you, but, you know, I ain't good at math or like that. So give me one second. So if you have like a $500 card, you want to use at the most um, or just have it reporting at the most um, at 20%. So when it reports to the credit report, credit agencies, that it's just showing that you have a balance of $100 on a $500 card and then you're making payments on that. Okay, um, that's how you drive those numbers up. Now, those are two of the biggest chunks. So that's 35 and 30. So that's 65. Like right there, that's the biggest, 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 biggest chunk of it all. Okay. Um, and that's where a lot of people, that's where most of us slip and fall at because we're like, well, I pay this credit card every month. But it's like, okay, you only got $2,000. You only got $5,000 and you maxed out at 5000 but I'm paying it every month. But you're using all of it. So there goes 30% of your score. So instead of it really helping you in a positive way, it's actually not moving the score up the way it needs to. So those are the good things just to be mindful of when we're talking about it. Then we have the third thing, which is the length of credit history, which is this is the 15% of your credit score, which basically means that um, it looks at how long the credit has actually been open. So for a person, let's just say for like me, 
I've actually been with one of my credit institutions for, uh, shoot, I don't want to date myself. So it's almost been like 20 years, maybe, maybe. So <laughs> so that's a good amount of time. Vice, a person who, um, you know, is in their late 20s, she may have only had a, her account for maybe a year or two. I have a longer length of credit history. So it's going to show that I have you know, a proven track record of being able to pay my bills on time, do what I need to do. That's 15%. Now, that's not as big as that 30 and 30, um, 35, but that's still a big number. And then you have the last two 10% mix, which is new credit and your credit mix, okay? Um, so we really want to avoid opening up too many credit lines at the same time because that behavior could suggest you're in financial trouble or um, you just want a lot of credit, and it could just down the line show that you're just not going to make the right decision. So you definitely don't want to do that, guys. Um, but just learning to have it mixed up the right way. So you want to have like a credit card. You want to have like a maybe a gas card. I know Katina always talks about that. She said gas cards are good because we all need gas, and you're going to pay it off at the end of the month. So that's always good. You have a car note, things like that, your real estate, um, which is called a, what is it called? A mortgage. I don't know why I was stuck on real estate, but um, your mortgage. So those are good mixes. You don't want to have like a sax card, an express card, a case card, a um, Build-A-Bear card. I don't even know if Build-A-Bear has a card, but, uh, you know, I have I have a nine-year-old, so forgive me. Sometimes all I think about is American Girl and Build-A-Bears, right? Um, so you just want to make sure you have more than just like store cards. You want to have a good mix of different things because then it shows like you don't want it to seem like, oh, all I'm thinking about for my credit is just buying me the newest Louis Vuitton and, and not knocking it. Do what you do, right? But you want to have more mixes to really show um, your credit worthiness. I mean, it's about us putting our big girl draws on and our big boy undies on, guys. I mean, we can still have fun and be cool and and all that good stuff, but I think it's a lot sexier when you got your credit right and you got your money right, because I feel sexier when my money is flowing, baby. I feel sexy. I can talk good. I feel good. I feel like putting on some more lip gloss, all that, you know, and that's because my money game is right, you know, so that's really the whole point of this conversation is just making sure that, you know, our juices is flowing, we feeling good, and all of that, and credit does that. Feeling good about your money does that, so those were some of the things that we actually talked about. Then Miss um, Katina also did bring up um, with the company that she works with, which is um, Financial Education Services or some of her different companies that she do work with. You have to call her on that. Um, she also talked about, and it was a service that I was able to actually take advantage of as well, is making sure your um, rental property is being counted for on your credit report. And I know a lot of times um, I was talking to someone last week and I was suggesting it to him because he didn't listen, you know, he didn't get on in on the radio show. Excuse me, and this is just show you how crazy people are. And this man is like grown, grown, but I'm not even going to talk about it because I don't want somebody to listen and be like, hey, why are you put me out there? So look, super grown, and I'm talking to him about it. I'm like, listen, if um, – what you can do is add your um, rental payment because, you know, you're you're paying rent to 
um, to your credit report. I have this young lady that you can call, and she can have it added to your credit report as a line of credit. Because remember, we just talked about a line of credit, and you pay in on time. So there you go right there. You have payment history, which, remember, that's 35% plus length of credit history, which is another 15%. So that's like 50 big points right there, right? So we're talking about, like, if you've been renting your property, and this is what I'm talking to him like, if you've been renting here for a year or two, like that's two years of positive credit that should be reported to the um, credit industry. And he was like, it's already reported. I'm like, dude, no, it's not. Like nobody rental is accounted for towards our credit score because if it was, more people would have 700. You know what I'm saying? It's purposely done that way. No, it's not. And so, anyway, well, he heard what I was saying finally because I'm like, dude, the only way that your rental payments or any rental property is reported to uh, Equifax, Experian, or TransUnion, which is the credit agencies, not bureaus, but agencies because they're privately owned companies, um, the credit agencies, is if your butt is kicked out and you owe somebody some money. That is the only time that they're ever even told. So don't get on your high horse talking about, oh, it's already done. No, it's not. So just get it done. Reach out to Miss Katina. I think um, I'll give you her number. Let me double check to make sure I'm not giving you all my number because um, <clears throat> she'll be able to um, expound and give you some more information on that. Um, that's 216-210-1333. Let me double check my phone to make sure I got that right because mm, I'm going to be so proud of myself. I did. It's 216-210-1333. Again, her name is Katina, 216-210-1333. She is able to assist you anywhere in the United States of America, so you don't have to feel like, oh, that's a Cleveland number. She's still talking to people from Cleveland. I make sure that everybody I'm talking to, whether they're in Atlanta, Cleveland, Florida, Chicago, they're able to help people nationally, okay? We are in a global net, um, nation now. We are in a global um, economy system. So nobody has to live right next door to you, okay? We got the internet. We got phones. We got all this stuff. So hop on the phone with her and be like, hey, Katina, Chastity was talking about some stuff on her show again about you hooking me up with my rental. Listen, I've been paying on it. Let's see what we can do, you know, and hop on the phone with her and let's get everything taken care of, guys, okay? So let's do that. Um, so I think that's a big part. She was able to give some testimonies on how it was able to assist a lot of people with it. Um, one guy, I know she was able to do a credit restoration and, you know, fix his credit for him. Then she added that to his credit afterwards and it boosted up his score like another 60, 60, 65 points. And, um, I think she said less than three or four months. Now, listen, that's powerful because that doesn't happen even with you just paying your visa on your own, okay? So let's look at 60 or 70 points. Now, remember, I said 700 is really where you want to be. But let's say if you have a credit score of, let's say, 620. So 620 is not good. Um, even if let's, – let's do this. Let's do it better. Let's say 580. 580 does not qualify you for a car, and it does not qualify you for a home. And typically, those are the two major indicators why people start to want to be on these type of calls, because they want a home or a car, right? Am I right? Yep, yep, I'm right. Hey. So let's take number 580. If a person is able to give you a time span of 90 to 120 days to get your score up, you know, at least 50, 60 points. Look, we take it from a 580, you add 60 points to it, 
boom, you at a 640, baby. You're able to qualify for that home. Don't play with me. Then on top of that, with you still doing the other things that she tells you to do, that'll get you the other 10, 15 points, and then you qualify for a car. Okay, now I'm not saying you're going to be able to do the sign and drive. You may have to do a little sign in and maybe drop a thousand dollars and then drive. But that's better than driving, dropping five thousand dollars and then driving. Because remember, 650 still ain't no mover and shaker. That's that's called fair credit. That's not excellent credit. So, again, I'm not going to hone in too much on all of that because I really do. um want you to listen to the previous recorded um, shows that we already have because she's actually expert in this industry. I'm just kind of recapping the information um, just so you have it if you just want to be not listening to a whole hour and a half of that awesomeness. So I'll give you this awesomeness. All right, so you have that, and um, so we did cover that. And then... Um, we talked about why credit is important because, again, it is the difference between um, your different type of insurance rates, your utility bills, all of those different things. Remember when you call AT&T, and I used to work at AT&T, so I know this for a fact, um, even when you call the light company, gas company, all that, everybody asks you for your social, right? And then, then that's when they tell you if you got a deposit or not, Right. So don't let people tell you it's not based on your credit. Bull crap, dude, because if it wasn't, you would have been able to tell me right up, right away, Chastity Wells, I'll be at your house on such and such to turn on your lights. Why well, I have to give you my social, and then you put it in your little cool um, system, and then it comes back deposit or no deposit. Or, Miss Wells, when do I get your lights turned on? Or, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Jones, I'm going to need $1,000. I don't know why it says that. But whatever the case, everything is based on credit, guys. So make sure that your credit is together because you don't want to be embarrassed and people are asking you for $1,000 deposits for a freaking cell phone that most of us are getting for free now. Um, and it's because of your credit score. Like, I know why they're asking you for a deposit. And most other grown people who got their stuff together know what they're asking you a deposit for, too. You understand what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is let's 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 talk about it here. Let's be grown about it. Let's move into 2016 in a positive aspect. This is my year of prosperity. This is like 2016. This is sweet 16 of, you know how you feel as your sweet 16. I didn't have a sweet 16 party, but this is going to be my sweet 16 party. So just stand by to stand by to stand by to stand by. Okay. <laughs> so. But um, this is a year of reaping and rewards. So if you believe in those type of things or if you're just ready to get your money on, let's get your money on. But you got to get your credit right, baby, in order to do it. And if you want to talk to me later about investments and things like that, guess what the insurance companies look at? Your credit score, baby. So we always going to get back to that credit score. You're like, Chelsea, what does my credit have to do with insuring me? A lot. Because we need to make sure that you are financially stable in other areas of your life instead of me just taking your money and trying to help you invest it. Because then it looks like I'm taking advantage of a person who is not financially educated, right? So there's federal laws that protect people, <laughs> from those type of things and from professionals from taking advantage of people who don't understand money or how their own money works, right? So you got to understand these things. Credit is everything, guys. I'm not going to stay long because, like I said, it's just a recap. I don't really feel like just blowing a whole bunch of smoke on everything we've already talked about because Tina killed it. Um, 
Cheryl killed it. I mean, these ladies were phenomenal. I have some guys that's going to be coming on next to really be bringing in some more information um, and how to really drive those numbers up a lot faster. But you got to stay tuned to all of that. You know, you got to really start doing the legwork. Get in touch with Katina. Have her fix your credit. You know, have her help you restore your credit. Be coachable. Listen to what she's telling you. This woman had almost a half a million dollars of debt and never filed for bankruptcy. People are filing for bankruptcy over like $5,000 of debt. Dude, listen, you won't I ain't about to let nobody call me about no darn $5,000 of debt. You can beat it, okay? So <laughs> I'm not about to lose no sleep over it, guys. So you just have to really get the information to really empower yourselves and do the right thing. I love you. I want to see you prosper because I'm going to prosper. But I just firmly believe that it ain't no fun unless my homie gets some. And so I want my homies to have good credit too, right? <sighs> Don't judge me, guys. Snoop Dogg song came in my head when I was like, "It ain't no fun." But don't think it the don't think about the wrong way. Back in the nineties, how they was thinking about it. Dang, I'm aging myself messing with y'all. But don't think about it like that. I'm just saying, you know, in a positive aspect, like it ain't no fun if my homies can't have none. Like if you can't have good credit, it ain't no fun. Um, because yes, I'm gonna still be around other social circles and having fun, but I also want the people that have known me through the years to be able to grind and move to another level as well. And if you're a new caller, baby, welcome to the winning circle. Welcome to where we talk about everything and we get it down because this is where your money matters, baby, and us really learning how to do what we do. So um, that's all that I have for you guys. I'm really not staying on late here tonight because um, I just really wanted to recap that information, go over it, put Katina's information out there, plug her. I got some more people that I'm going to be plugging here in the um, springtime and a little bit forward. I just didn't want nobody really waste yes i'm clapping my money my hands i'm back here i'm itching right i didn't want no one blowing your money or your tax money on things that was not going to be fruitful we have to make sure that things are going to be fruitful this year um and that is sowing your money into places that really do matter okay and that is sowing our money in, back into ourselves we are our first investment you got to love yourselves baby love yourselves Get your credit right. Call me if you need anything. Call me if you need insurance. I'm still your girl, 614-230-6600. Again, it's 614-230-6600. Um, you can find me anywhere um, on any social media blog. That's chastityawells.com. Um, that's C-H-A-S-I-T-Y-A, wells.com is my website. You can find me on Facebook or uh, any of them at Chastity A. Wells. It's only one T in my name. If you put two... Trust me, it's other ones out there. I cannot believe how many other Chastity Wells are out there. But I'm not plugging him. I'm only plugging the kid, okay? So <laughs> I'm in a phenomenal mood. I feel so good, and I just want other people to feel the same way. My hair hurt from the sinus infection, getting used to, like, these new trees in the south. But if y'all got some tips and remedies, y'all can hit me up offline with that. But... No, and I don't want to smoke a bunch of weed to make my head go away either. I didn't say that out loud. I'm just saying I don't want nobody calling me with nothing real crazy either. I'm just saying if you know, like, different tidbits, I do drink apple cider vinegar. I do all those type of things already. Um, but, you know, if you know something else I can do that won't make me super drowsy to help my sinuses while I adjust 
to this new weather. Please share it with your sister. 614-230-6600. I love you, family. Tune in next week on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. We'll be starting off the new month with some more powerful information. We're going to be digging in a little bit deeper on paying ourselves first, understanding money, how money works. We're also going to start moving things up a little faster, talking about compound interest, why that matters in investment, what I can do to help you, what you should be looking for, what's a good opportunity, what's not. Oh, my God, I'm about to blow your minds. I told y'all we was about to crank this baby up. I just wanted to start it with the foundational things, talking about insurance, credit, all of that. But now that we got warmed up and tuned up, baby, Go ahead and tune in next Tuesday. That's going to be March the 8th at 7 p.m. I am your host. I will be here. And definitely tell a friend, 646-929-0630. Again, it's 646-929-0630. I love your family. God bless. And always put your money matters first. Love you, all you lovers out there. God bless.